How long were you away from the greatest country in the world? I look at the customs officer. I just got off the plane from Mexico. I was tired, but had enough energy to respond with, uh... What? It's not the greatest country in the world? Uh... Did you do cocaine? Did you spend time in a Mexican prison? I heard you haven't lived if you haven't spent time in Mexican prison. I didn't say anything. Just waited patiently for my American passport to be stamped. But what I wanted to say was, no, sir. I was not in a Mexican prison. I was not doing coke. No, I was in Mexico trying to find out who I might have been. I would have been born here had my parents never left this town for the U.S. My parents left 23 years ago. It wasn't until last year when I visited for the first time. Up until then, it was only an imaginary world to me, and my parents painted this world with nostalgia for a life I didn't get to live. That's why I decided to come back, to understand who I might have been had they never left. Hola, mi amor, ¿cómo estás? <laughs> That's my abuelita Carmen, my grandmother. I ask her who I would have been had I been born in Malinaltenango. She tells me if I had grown up here, I would have been married by now. I would have already had two or three kids and been a housewife. We both laugh, but it's true. And she starts telling me about beans, how I would have to dry them in the sun and make sure the rain doesn't pour on them, because if it does, then they're no good. I ask her if I would have had that job, same as she had at one point, the same as many women in the village do. And she says yes, but that I am better over there than I am here. go on the roof of my grandma's house to get a better view of the town. There's something calming about being up here, especially on Sundays because that means church. It is 12.35. I think church starts at 12.30. Anyhow, everyone keeps going down there. It's a beautiful landscape. There are a lot of birds, a lot of butterflies, surprisingly. And the landscape is like an empty waterfall. It looks like, at some point, there might have been water rushing down. I've never been to Niagara Falls, but in many ways it looks similar to that if it was empty. A big open space, and this house and all the houses next to it are right at the cusp. So by just a little bit, and they could actually fall to the ground. Fall down, down, down to the little river that's right below the empty landscape. Why would my parents want to leave such a beautiful place? Maybe because of poverty, U.S. power, or colonialism. Which would explain why there are so few people in the town my age. After NAFTA in 1994, many young people from Malinaltenango left to Waukegan, Illinois. From one small town to a bigger small town. 
And that's all I knew for the first 18 years of my life. But even if I have never lived here, I feel like I am part of it. Hola, buenos días. Walking down the street, someone approaches me with their son. He stand in front of me, check my facial features, telling me what belongs to my dad and what belongs to my mom. They know me through my family, but I don't know them. Part of me feels happy because they notice me, but I am different. My clothes and hair don't match what they're used to seeing. I feel this when they stare because they always stare a little longer than expected. They guess who my parents are. People around here guess it right every time. But do they really know me? Once, I was on a bus traveling around Mexico with my abuelita Carmen. The bus stopped for a random check. Mexican migration officers came on board. I wasn't worried till they came directly towards me because maybe I looked slightly different. ¿De dónde eres? They asked me. Where are you from? De los Estados Unidos, the United States. I told the migration officer I didn't have my passport. I was embarrassed. He said he was going to deport me to whatever country I was from, as if I did not belong here. My grandma is a seamstress. She's making school uniforms for everyone in the town. My abuelita has seen little girls and boys grow up here, sometimes staying, sometimes leaving for good. She didn't grow up here, but she calls this place home. Her family's from the state of Hidalgo. They would travel, selling things in order to make ends meet. She met my grandpa during one of those journeys when she was just 16. He was much older. I asked her if this was a life she imagined for herself. She tells me she didn't even have time to think. She was 16 when she got married. And she didn't think my grandpa would leave her so soon. She never imagined she would become a seamstress either. When she's not sewing, she's cooking. She takes the most simple ingredients and somehow creates the most delicious meals. I ask her questions about my grandpa. I never got to meet him because he died when my dad was young. I've always wondered if he would have loved me because he didn't love anyone else. I've heard stories. I ask her if she's happy he's gone. Feliz, feliz. Happy, happy. She says she wouldn't have accomplished anything if he was still around. Because he would control everything she did. As if she was his property. And how do I make sense of this trauma that is weaved through my family 
like the threads that bond my skin. All the women in my life have experienced a sense of loneliness, a loneliness that I have felt myself. I visit my other abuelita. Her name is Anita. She lives next door to my abuelita Carmen. She tells me that she made beans last night, but that she forgot they were on the stove and went to sleep. When she woke up, they were burned. Even the pot wasn't She tells me that I'm lista, smart, because I travel on my own. She doesn't think she could go out alone. I ask her the question I asked my abuelita Carmen. Did she imagine this would be her life? She didn't think. She didn't think she would be alone. She's talking about the day after my grandpa died, Christmas Day when she was left with 11 kids to care for, all by herself. What did these women carry to make my load lighter? El pecado de ser mujer, the woman's sin, the sacrifice our mothers carry, swallowed pride, swollen eyes, stolen lives. Both married older men. My abuelita always said she was robada, stolen, like you would with goods. Once those goods are used, no one wants them. That's just how things were back in the day. It's a part of my history that I never like to think about because it makes me sad or maybe guilty for being born when I was and where I was. Or maybe I don't think about it because it makes me fear loneliness. Because what if the pain of loneliness is just as transferable as their love? Sometimes I get signal on the roof of my grandma's house, but when I don't, I go to the corner store to buy Wi-Fi. I get these 24-hour passes to use the internet but it's only good in that area. Of course, I'm the only one that's ever there, attached to my phone, as if it were a part of me. So I sit here for hours, trying to get signal so I can connect with my family back home. I text my family to remind them that everything is going well. Sometimes, my dad and I talk through voice recordings. It's easier that way. Sí, Andrea, ya, ya está decidido, ya. He tells me he wants to move back to Malinatenango. But to what? To who? He's lived in the U.S. longer than he's lived in Mexico. After all these years of imagining this place, reconstructing the stories they shared through my eyes, and struggling to make sense of this life that in many ways I was denied out of fear that my life would turn out like my parents' lives, 
and they want to return. But I've only known my parents in the U.S. I don't know who they were or who they will be if they move here because there is no room for me here. I don't exist here. Is this where I'm going to have to visit my parents during the holidays? Will my children have a distant relationship with them like I did with my abuelitas? Always there, but never here. My dad tells me all he wanted to give his children was a better life, one that could not have been possible in Mexico. Seeing his four children walk the stage at college graduation is his American dream. Once my little brother takes his diploma, my parents will graduate as well. Back to Mexico, back home. Arriving in the U.S., returning to college, the customs officer asks if I have anything to declare. Yes, I'm here to finish a dream. Something my parents wanted for themselves, something my grandmothers could never imagine. <laughs> 